You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode 136. Thank you, Q's Podcast listeners, for tuning in. Today's conversation will be about ways to make month-end close easier for your accounting team. Credit unions are growing a lot these days, adding members organically through field of membership expansions and also adding them through mergers. This show dives into the behind-the-scenes question of how do we support this growth and specifically addresses what strategies can help make the month-end close less grueling for your accounting team. My name is Lisa Hograff, and I'm Q's senior editor, as well as your host for this episode. Our guest is Jennifer Stein, who is both a CPA and a chartered global management accountant. A senior product manager, Jennifer is part of the customer happiness team for SkyStem, a Q's supplier member, and the sponsor of this show. A former controller, Jennifer has extensive experience with month-end accounting and what it means to gather all the data needed to close the books. She can tell you, it's hard work. Her experience with month-end closings has fueled her passion for helping organizations make the process both more effective and easier. In this show, Jennifer talks about several strategies credit unions can leverage to keep their accounting teams happier, so important in this era of the Great Resignation, while still ensuring closing is done accurately and on time. I think you're going to learn a lot, so let's get started. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Before we get to talking about how to take the pain out of accounting's end-of-month close, I'd like to help our guests get to know you a little bit. To that end, would you have a quote or a professional mantra that you live by that you'd be game to share with our listeners? Sure. I definitely have a personal quote that I live by, but professionally, I would say, uh, don't put off to tomorrow what you can get done today. Procrastination has been the bane of my childhood in school, and somehow I just got by thriving in chaos, but I learned that it's best not to do that. My personal mantra was, um, this too shall pass, <laughs> ah. which also could be applicable professionally. Indeed. Both of those cross over really nicely. This too shall pass was my mantra when I was a young mom and my son was really small. Anything that was seemed like a huge drama, I would just say this too shall pass. And it has. That's so true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So let's start talking about the growth that credit unions are experiencing and how growth is impacting the workload of accounting departments. Sure. So credit unions are experiencing tremendous growth. They have seen membership increase by about 23%, I believe it was, between 2020 and 2021. They're growing uh, by merging and acquiring other credit unions. So the work is increasing. The workload is increasing. However, this is all during the same time as the great resignation, right? So we're trying to do more with less, less resources, less time, less people, but it doesn't matter. We still need to get it done. As I mentioned before the show, I have a very good friend who's a, an accountant and she works for a large company in the Midwest and I don't even call her at month close. It's just too busy. So I, I have some personal experience with what you're talking about, but I don't have any experience of what to do about it really. Jennifer, can you talk to me about how the growth in membership 
and the mergers and the things that credit unions are doing that make them bigger. How does that directly come into the accounting? Like, does that mean there's more transactions or more member things that have to be attracted by accounting? How does that directly translate into the accounting workload? Yeah, it could mean more transactions, but also it could also mean more systems that are being integrated and you need to find the time to get that integrated and maybe even bring them all together into one system so you're converging things. All of that just makes the workload kind of exponential because you're dealing with so many different processes and people maybe that have come into a new environment from an old one and they need to adapt as well. I think what you're saying, and I'm a wordsmith, but I think what you're saying is that the accounting group at a credit union is pulling from a variety of systems and more and more systems all the time for the information that they need to actually do the month close. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that's right. Yes, because when one credit union acquires another or merges with another, the systems might not be identical. So you're working off of two, you know, maybe more sets of books and you've got to get all of that stuff together into one at some point. Yeah, the consolidation work. So maybe there's some increase in volume, but it's also an increase in the complexity of pulling the data that you need. Interesting. Yeah. So what is the top thing that you'd recommend a credit union do to try to manage this increase in workload for the accounting team members, especially what they face at month end? Um, One thing that I think would really help is what we call a standardization. So not only when you are dealing, like I mentioned, with the great resignation, therefore some transition in a department, and that just automatically means additional training, by standardizing your processes and your reconciliation templates, for example, you're helping new people learn the exact same way that other people are doing things. So by having standardization in process and templates or forms, not only are you kind of teaching these people the the best way to do what you're doing, but also helping on the flip side, the reviewer who's reviewing these things so that, because they're used to the same format. If you were to give three new employees, three different blank spreadsheets and say, here, go reconcile, uh, you know, prepaid insurance, you're going to get three different looking reconciliations back. So it helps on both sides. I love that sort of get a double payback for the effort to make things more standard. Who's usually in charge of that standardization within the accounting group? Is that usually the manager? Does that go all the way to like a VP of finance or that's a leader job, right? You need to have the leadership kind of mandate that. Usually it's a controller or an assistant controller that is in charge of the month end work. And to get buy-in from the team, from the staff, you need to have that top level, that leadership kind of say and mandate, this is how we're going to do things. So whatever you've done in the past, because as accountants, and I am one, we are, and I will say humans really are uh, averse to change, but really accountants are even more so. And we're used to doing things the way that we do them. So any change is kind of a change in mindset. And we just have to, you know, be told that this is what, this is how we're going to do it. So it does, it will start with leadership. 
leadership that can enforce what the change will be and perhaps show what the likely benefit would be down the road. That probably helps to get buy-in too. Definitely helps because they're the ones that are on that flip side, the reviewer side. So it helps in terms of, you know, because they don't want to keep training the same or different people. They want to keep their people. So it benefits everyone because the, the staff that's coming on board has a clear vision as to what needs to be done. And then the reviewers, the leaders, the managers, they also have the benefit of the standardization so they know what they're reviewing, as well as hopefully their staff wanting to stay on. Love it. So listeners, SkyStem has provided an article that's on cumanagement.com that talks about this idea and, and several others. And I'm going to ask Jennifer to elaborate on some one more here in the show. But if you want to check out the full article, I will put the URL for that in the show notes for you to click on and go to. So Jennifer, I just promised listeners that you'd give them another tip for how to manage the month end close workload for the accounting team. What else would you suggest? Uh, I think organization is key. So when I talked about standardization in terms of processes as well as templates and forms, let's go back to the processes. We want to standardize how we are working our month-end close because truthfully, and I, I have been a controller in the past, that month-end close is pretty cyclical and we don't want to forget anything, especially for organizations that have a ton of journal entries that need to be made each month. We don't want to forget anything. So having clear and concise checklists and task lists is kind of very much beneficial. Indeed. I I have a very good friend who's a pilot, and he talks to me about how important checklists are to pilots, especially pilots of small planes like he is. So they go up and they have a checklist for everything to make sure everything is taken care of before they fly. You want to hear something funny about that is Definitely. Um, one of my colleagues, Nancy Wu, she has an award-winning webinar series that is available through, you can look at it, you can see what's coming up through our website, but one of her webinars was on those task lists. And believe it or not, checklists in general got their start from the airline industry because that was... I think there was an accident, like a, a plane had crashed because something had been forgotten and that was not good, right? So that's where it started was the checklist was with the, the pilots and the airlines. Yes. Unfortunately, in credit union accounting, it's not typically airplane crash kind of severity <laughs> situation, but you can no, see how like a checklist that. could really help. So as I understand it, SkyStem also offers software that can help accounting departments at credit unions manage this month-end workload. Can you talk to me a little bit about what is offered and what kind of training accounting employees need to be able to use it well? Sure, yes. SkyStem has a a flagship solution called ART, which is a month-end close automation solution where it works with your trial balance and your back-end accounting office to automate processes during the month end close. Everything from balance sheet reconciliations to those task lists that we mentioned to balance sheet account fluctuation analysis and P&L account variance analysis to certification. So from soup to nuts, the whole month end close in one platform. As far as the training that's needed, it's not very much. I do handle a lot of the trainings 
for art. And uh, we typically have people trained within an hour and a half. And uh, because the system is pretty intuitive, it'll kind of lead you through the proper way to go through it. And I think that as far as what can make or break someone in using it is the mindset. So when I was talking about leadership and them kind of saying, this is how we're going to be doing things, as an accountant, somebody that would be using the solution, it's really your mindset and your willingness to evolve and change and adapt to a new system or a new, new way of doing things. I love it. So I'm kind of curious, since we were talking about standardization and the leadership working on standardizing, and we were talking about checklists and just how incredibly important and powerful they can be, can you talk to me a little bit about the software setup? I mean, can the leaders help to customize the checklists within it, for example, or to help make the software reflect the processes that they, that particular credit union wants to use? Absolutely. Uh, we work with our account with our customers, and they would give us their checklist. And you can start out with a very basic list and let it grow from there. Uh, we would get you set up initially with whatever it is that you, you have already, and then it's very easy, and we train people on how to add to it, take away from it, you know, change it all together if that's what they find that they need to do. So it is pretty customizable. And so it sounds like maybe there's training that's pretty short for the people that will use it every month end to pull the data in and follow the processes and follow the checklist. But it also sounds like there's support for maybe the leader manager, the controller that would help them if they wanted to leverage the planning, the strategy of the software, sort of the setup of the checklist and that sort of thing. Is that accurate? That is correct. We work closely together. We at SkyStem prefer to have more of a partnership kind of arrangement more than like a a typical software vendor. So we actually consider customer support to be very high on our list of priorities. Our CEO comes from a hospitality background where, you know, customer service is everything. And so it is with us as well. And we have pretty strict metrics in place for getting that support to our customers. We're very responsive. We have, like I said, very strict timelines for that responsiveness and for the resolution of any help that's needed. This is great. So I'm curious, what does it translate to? If if you have some credit union clients or some clients in other industries that have been implementing ideas like standardization and organization and having leadership structure the process as a way to manage workload, what kinds of outcomes do you see then at month-end close? What does that look like in practice for the people that are closing the books? Yeah, that's a great question. And our credit union customers have been able to quantify it a bit. Uh, Some of our customers just leverage technology to keep up with the growth that they're experiencing. Some of our credit unions have seen anywhere from a 30% to a 50% reduction in time, reconciliation time or month-end close time by using the software. So it is a time saver. It's meant to complement your processes that you've already got in place, not to in any way, shape, or form duplicate any work, but to make the efficient, give you the efficiencies that you're looking for in this you know, new world that we're living in with people working from home, giving them the opportunity to 
access the site, access the uh, software from home, from wherever they're working, could be from the beach um, if they want to do that. But yeah, anywhere it's meant to reduce the time spent, um, typically having in the past um, on the month end close. And it seems to me, I think I mentioned, we were talking about my friend who's a, an accountant for a large company in the Midwest and that I don't call her at month end. It's just a bad time for her. But it seems like if you can do more of this planning for the structure and streamlining the process and then supporting it with software, that maybe she could occasionally take a day off at the month end close, or there might be more staffing flexibility as a result. I think that the month end close is always going to be a time for accountants to be on their, you know, on the job and, and working. But what you can probably expect to see is maybe not as long a day, you know, whereas we used to work 10 hour days at the, at the month end close, maybe it's just a regular work day. Or maybe we can shave a day or two or three off of the timeline, you know, entirely. So the goal is to, when you are using automation like this, you can get a lot of the stuff that was typically done after the month and done prior to month end. So you can work with preliminary numbers and get a lot of that work done so that when the books are being closed or when they do close, you're not in such of a time crunch. It sounds like a recipe for less stress and fewer mistakes if it's not quite so intense. Definitely so. This has been really great information and super interesting for this wordsmith to think about accounting at close at the end of a month for a credit union. Before we end the show, I want to ask you, what is a question that I didn't bring up that you wish I had? And what's your answer to that question? Uh, that is a really great question, too. And I would say maybe something like, what does the future look like for accounting professionals? And my answer to that is really about digitization and, and digital skills and an accountant, again, being willing to grow their skill set or capacity for around these areas, you know, like learning how technology can complement and amplify what you're already doing. And it just goes beyond debits and credits. It's about being able to maximize and leverage what you have to make your job easier and less stressful, like what you said. I love that. Q's, of course, is a talent development organization. So we're all about learning, continuous growth. So I love that the future of accounting is all about learning, in this case, about being digital as well as good number of people. Jennifer, thank you so much. This has been really great. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I would like to thank you, our listeners, for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to today's episode of the Q's podcast. And many thanks to Jennifer Stein for sharing such amazing perspectives and to SkyStem for sponsoring this show. You can find SkyStem on the web at www.skystem.com. For additional ideas on how to better manage month and close, check out SkyStem's article, Accounting Teams Effectively Handle the Growing Demands of Month End Close. It's online at cumanagement.com slash 060822skybox. Or find it in the show notes, which can be found along with the full transcript of this episode at cumanagement.com slash podcast 136. You can also find more great credit union specific content 
at cumanagement.com. If you'd like to learn about the benefits of becoming a Q supplier member or a Q Solutions provider, please email Carrie at Qs.org. That's K-A-R-I at Qs.org. Thanks again for listening today. Qs is an international credit union association that champions and delivers effective talent development solutions for executives, staff, and boards to drive organizational success.